Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. Today's guest episode is with a near and dear friend of mine, Ryan. Him and I actually met a few years ago on Instagram and we connected and he's just a true authentic soul. I've done his hypnosis training and he really knows his stuff. And he's also just really helped me transform myself uh, on a personal and professional level. And I know you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation because we dive deep into the mind, the unconscious mind, how that affects us consciously. He really puts a lot of stuff on a scientific level, but making it super understandable. And then we dive into coaching. So really what sets coaches apart. So if you're a coach listening to this or you're considering becoming a life coach or you're also considering hiring a coach, you're going to get all the details of what to look out for. So I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this, but a little bit about Ryan, his background. He is a coach trainer specializing in helping coaches learn the skills and install the mindset that allows them to exceed 10K months while offering exceptional transformation and value to their clients. Now, I definitely can attest to this. Uh, He is stands in his truth and his power uh, just because I am a personal, uh, I have gone through his transformation. So I, this is my personal testimony right here. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to our episode together and we are going to jump right into it. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. I am here with Ryan. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I am so excited and just really thankful that you're here. Uh, So I cannot wait for our listeners to hear all of what you have to share, which is a lot. Uh, So I'd love for you to just jump right into it of really what you do and how you got into what you do. Cool. So, you know, I think, I think every time somebody asks me, what do I do? I give them a slightly different answer because, you know, like as a human person, we're kind of like that. Like we're, we're a different person from one second to the next second. Our neurology is ever-changing, whether we realize it or not. So I think today, the way I'm going to describe what I do is to say that I teach people how to, um, you know, change minds, basically. And I'm a firm, firm, firm believer that, you know, what we have going on inside our mind and inside our neurology basically creates our own little, what we call a subjective reality. And so it's my mission to teach people how to do that with intent and to do it, you know, in a way that reflects what they want. Right. I think a lot of people are kind of going through life, creating their own subjective reality, but you know, they're just letting whatever will be be, which in one way is great, but in another way is not really the way to get what you want in life. So, you know, I, I hand people the tools to reprogram their own mind and other people and help other people do the same so that they can get what they want in life. If that makes sense. That totally makes sense. And I love, it's so fitting because you're like, I teach people how to like change their mind and and your share. You're like, well, how do I want to describe what I do? Right. It's like that, the, having that adaptability to change of your description, which is so spot on, uh, with when people asking you, 
what do you do? How'd you get into what you do? So uh, it totally makes sense. Uh, you mentioned neurology. What is that? Yeah. What is neurology? I mean, it mean, I think it means different things to different people. Like to me, basically neurology just means everything that's going on inside of you that makes you who you are, right? And we have, you know, neural pathways in the brain and we have our whole, you know, neurosystem and it's all constantly active and constantly kind of interacting within and, and developing and changing um, to create, you know, our consciousness, to create our personality, to create our self-image. And like I said, which gets projected out and becomes our life and our results and our behaviors and all this cool stuff. So neurology is basically, I think it's the underlying system um, and the way it runs is reflected in the way our life runs. Mm, yeah, I love that. That's so um, transformative to like understand where it's like, okay, it's basically running the show from kind of what I'm hearing you say. Now, I know that you are so well knowledgeable in the unconscious mind and how that runs the show and dictates our lives. Can you speak about the unconscious mind? Yeah. So, I mean, again, I love the unconscious mind and the topic of unconscious, subconscious, other than conscious, because when we talk about it, um, it's my opinion that we can't be wrong, right? Because everybody has a little bit different definition. You know, and there's people who deny the existence of the unconscious mind, and there's people that you know are vehement that it's real. And at the end of the at the end of the day, really, it's you know this idea of conscious versus unconscious. I think it's most useful when we think of it just as a model of understanding ourselves, as opposed to you know um, anything more specific or more rigid than that, right? So if we think of it as a model of understanding ourselves which I think, you know, is, as I said, is the most valuable way to go about it. We have our conscious awareness, which is whatever we're, you know, immediately thinking about or perceiving in any given moment. And then we have everything else that's going on in our neurology and our mind and our thoughts, other than that, that which we're currently conscious of, right? So, you know, all of our automatic programs, like our heart beating and our breathing and all these things that just happen, which we know logically are controlled by our brain and our neurology, but we don't have to think about them for them to occur. The storage of memory, the recall of memory, the production of emotions, the production of hormones, like all these things that are controlled by our neurology that we don't necessarily need to actively think about all the time, they just happen. All of that's in what I would call the unconscious or what some people will call the subconscious. And I use those terms interchangeably. Why is this important? is that much, 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 a lot of the decisions that we make and the behaviors that we produce uh, come from the programming that exists outside of our conscious awareness, right? In fact, it, it's so inherent in the way that we behave that many people would say that, you know, much of our behavior is totally unconscious. We do it without active thought, even if it's within active awareness, sometimes it's without active thought, uh, which is another can of worms. Why is that important is because if we want to change something in an immediate, permanent and, you know, lasting way in our life, like we want to change our behavior or we want to change our thought patterns, identifying the programming that's in the unconscious and changing that is the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I really enjoy how you put almost it from like the logistic point, like the logics com com compared with 
the science as well, like adding that in there, it really helps make this under make for people understand like this is real. As you said, some people say like, oh, I don't know about the unconscious mind. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Now, I know you work with a lot of coaches and uh, really just helping people adapt like the coaching lifestyle and be being the best in their craft. Can you speak a little bit about what it's like working with coaches and maybe some of um, the beliefs that they come in about themselves and then how you see the difference shift after really learning about uh, NLP and the mind and everything? Well, coaching is this really cool, really interesting industry full of just wonderful people. Like it's, it's probably the best business to be in because it's one of these industries where people are really primarily concerned with bettering themselves and bettering others and bettering the world. Like that's what this industry is all about. Um, and working with people, you know, who have that as their, as part of their value system and as part of their, you know, orientation in, in building their businesses is just so good, like, and so great. It's such a wonderful thing to be a part of. And so, um, you know, the people that come and work with me and come and, you know, take my training and hang out and stuff are people who are either getting into coaching or they're existing coaches and they're wanting to grow and build their skills and position themselves to really go out and empower other people um, to the best of their ability and in the most efficient manner possible. Um, and what I see, you know, to your point, Mary, is that in order for somebody to be good at this, in order for somebody to be effective at coaching, in order for somebody to really provide the best value and empowerment for the people that they're serving and whatever niche they serve, they need to not just pick up the tools of coaches and use the tools. It's not really about that. I mean, that's part of it, but that's a small part of it. It's more about first experiencing their own transformation and then stepping into the identity of somebody who can really powerfully and congruently serve other people. And, you know, in my own experience, and, and I work with, you know, coaches who coach me and I work laterally with other coaches and cooperative, you know, means and I work with coaches who are learning from me. What I see is the more a coach steps into the identity of a leader, the more a coach steps into the identity of somebody who can uh, empower somebody else, the less they need to rely on specific tools and scripts and frameworks and patterns and so-called techniques, right? Those are great to have and we all got to have them in the toolbox. Um, but we want to get to that point where it just, you know, almost the coaching almost just exudes from your being and happens almost energetically, if you will, right? And so the, the beautiful gratifying thing about working with, you know, newer or growing coaches is watching them, you know, step into that identity because first they got excited about using you know tools like hypnosis or nlp or other tools and then they get excited again when they realize that they can get similar benefits without having to formally use the tools because they're just um telegraphing in the way they communicate with people and in the way they educate their clients right mm, that's so answer the question Does it did oh my <laughs> gosh like beyond like you just expanded like beyond really where I was expecting it to go. I, I want to like, just bring awareness to how you describe coaching. Cause it's so beautiful. Like just feeling your energy off it of how you share, like you can really feel you love 
what you do and that it's, it's the ripple effect level, like you training these coaches, giving them the tools and them going out. And it's just such a beautiful, um, it comes from such a beautiful, authentic place of how you like describe coaches. Uh, and, and, uh, and I love that you really put it in a way where it's like, okay, you're take, you're being a coach, but you're also getting the transformation yourself. And it's so necessary, uh, in order to guide people and especially having like, yes, having all the tools in your toolbox is so great. But, uh, I love that you said it just kind of becomes a being. So a hundred percent answered that question. Now, when it becomes that being, and you are, uh, as you p- put it like an elite coach, what type of being do you see these, you do you see these coaches like creating? What type of being? What do you mean by, like, by that? Specific? Yeah, that was, that came out kind of weird. Like who, what, like what kinds of um, different avenues do you see these, these coaches who now have this new understanding of this is who oh. I'm being. I have this elite mindset. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got you. I got you. I totally understand. Yeah. I mean, that's the interesting thing about, you know, sort of guiding somebody through the process of stepping into what being a coach for them means, because more often than not, somebody will start down the coaching path and get into this industry for one set of reasons, because, you know, they're attracted to the life, the freedom of the lifestyle or the potential earnings and, you know, and being able to help people and do something you love and travel and all this stuff that, you know, coaches tend to get to take advantage of. And I, and all of that, you know, really is real and it's part of it. But what I see, especially when people come through, you know, my more intensive trainings is that, those remain priorities, but by the, you know, by the end of their transition or their first, you know, empowerment, their first, you know, awakening or whatever you call it um, with a real, you know, experiential training or something like that, their priority and their goal shifts. So many people, I think probably 99 or hundred percent of my students have reported, you know, coming out of the training and by that point, understanding what is possible, having a much deeper understanding of themselves, having a much deeper understanding of what their own, you know, um, potential is and having this whole new vision, this whole new clarity, this whole new path. So they're still, you know, they're still in love with the coaching world, but now they realize, well, you know, maybe I don't need to go down that specific avenue I was planning to go down before. And maybe now there's something bigger for me. Maybe now there's, you know, this other niche presenting itself to me um, where I can really empower people and, you know, and, and serve in a really good way. Right. So in terms of what are people, you know, able to be when um, they come through, you know, the process of stepping into the identity of the elite coach, the answer is they won't know until they get there. And when they Mm -hmm. get there, there's more choice than they could have possibly imagined before. And I imagine the same, you know, I've been following your journey, Mary, for the last few years. (laughs) And I know the stuff that you've been up to and the different trainings you've done. And I'm looking at, you know, you're one of those people who it's like, you can see the transformation on your face and, and in your energy. And then of course you can see it in what are the products, what is the service that you're producing and how it's changing over time. And I think probably you would agree, right? Like, you know, the deeper you go in the rabbit hole, the more possibility it presents itself to you that you weren't even aware was there before to get a little bit abstract in the, in this answer. Right. (laughs) I love that a hundred percent. And for everybody listening, uh, yeah, Ryan, I have known each other for uh, a few years now and he's seen me transition literally so many times. Uh, and, and he's, and I've done my 
some of my personal transformation with him through his hypnosis training. So it definitely, uh, I love that you shared that because it really is this uh, journey as you learn more about yourself. And it's so funny. I was saying today how to somebody who has also known me for a really long time and they're like, oh, you do coaching now? And I'm like, yes. And I freaking love it. And uh, uh, even though Ricky is my core, but together it's just like, that's my transformation, which I would have never saw if it wasn't going through the process. And that's kind of what I really like that you shared where it's like, you don't really know how you're going to be at the end of these trainings, <laughs> but trust and, and that'll develop. So I love that you shared that. Now this question came to me and I started to think about it. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. So I want to ask you for people listening. Uh, I've had other coaches on here, uh, some train, some not, what would you say? Uh, how, if somebody on here is listening, they're like, I want to hire a coach, but I don't know who I want to hire. Like, do they need to have certifications? Do they need to have tools in their toolbox? What do you make? Uh, so if you're somebody who's to come to you and say, Ryan, how can I find a coach that can help me? What would you share? Yeah. Um, I think above all else, it's results. Results is the most important thing. And, you know, I've been in this industry for a number of years now, and I've been studying personal development forever for like 25 years, probably now. Um, and, you know, certifications are all well and good, but they're really not required per se, because there are many, many people out there who have zero, you know, formal certifications in coaching and are able to really easily and really elegantly and really powerfully empower other people. Right. I mean, and probably most people can think of, you know, just a, a normal person in their life, maybe in their extended family or, or something like that, who has phenomenally influenced them in a positive way. And it's not even a coaching relationship to begin with, let alone something where there's certifications involved. So it, are certs required or are they the thing we should, should be searching for? I don't really think they are. I think if we're looking at coaches, um, we should be looking at finding a coach who we, first of all, like. You need to like the person you are working with. You need to, you know, resonate with them um, and find it easy to build rapport with them. Um, and you need to be confident that they're going to, you know, help you to achieve the result that you want to achieve. So if we're, you know, if I'm, if, and the question was, if somebody asked me how to find a good coach, well, start looking and find the coach who has a bunch of testimonials or has demonstrated expertise or demonstrated experience and knowledge in the specific thing you want to achieve, right? And in the specific timing in which you want to achieve it, right? Like, for example, there's a lot of people out there that can help you earn, you know, figure out how to become a six-figure earner in two years. Um, and in my opinion, that's too long, right? It, you know, that's not specific enough. I, if I were, you know, looking for a, a money coach, I'd want a, a money coach who has, you know, a history of results or, or expertise in getting to six figures in maybe two months or six months or whatever feels good for me as the client, right? So results speak louder than everything else. That being said, I mean, there's some certifications out there that are really good. And every now and then you'll have a client who, you know, specifically wants hypnosis because they've read about it or they've learned about it or whatever, or they specifically want Reiki because they've read about it or they've heard about it or NLP or RTT or all these different wonderful modalities that are out there. And that's a good starting point. 
right? And you, you know, and that's a way to narrow down because there's a lot of great coaches out there, but you want to narrow it down. But even then on top of that, you want to layer in the rapport, the results, all that good stuff. Mm, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And, uh, it's such a great answer because yeah, results. <laughs> Do they have what you want? <laughs> yes. Don't take advice from people who don't have what you want. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that, and that goes given the transformation of, of what you shared earlier is, is as coaches, essentially we go first, receive the transformation. So then we can guide others. And, uh, I really like how you put it in both ways because me, myself, I was, uh, coaching before I technically was certified and I have limiting beliefs about doing it. And, and, uh, but I thought to myself, well, people come to me all the time for everything. And just aside from my Reiki business, but in life. So I thought, you know what, why not? I can do this. And when people started coming to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, why are they, they're actually going to pay me over somebody else where it's like, yeah, cause they, they trust me that I'll give them that transformation. And then now it's like, I have these tools in my toolbox where it's taken me to a whole other level. Uh, so I love that. It's kind of like both ways. Cause I definitely resonate with that for sure. Now you mentioned about money, which I love talking about that. And, uh, that is something, uh, really powerful. So I'm curious on your take with money and creating an impact. Yeah. Um, you know, I really like the topic of money as well. I think it's something that, you know, um, is important to talk about and is important to be open about. And for people in the coaching industry, um, you need to, you know, in my opinion, you need to be really okay with all issues and all topics around money. Um, if you want to be a successful and sustainable coach, you have to not only accept, but embrace the fact that you're going to be charging people probably handsome amounts of money to get them results. So um, spoiler, here's some shortcuts. The more money you charge your clients, the better results they get. The more you charge your clients, the better results they get um, because unconsciously they ascribe more value to your service um, and to, you know, they'll unconsciously invest more energy in their own transformation. Okay. And they're going to get better results. So that's kind of a rule of thumb. Um, there's, there's still a lot of people in the coaching industry that want to be martyrs, right. That want to give away healing and service and everything they can while charging zero or minimal amounts for it. And the problem is, you know, and it might be counterintuitive that actually winds up working against your clients and against the world because it's not sustainable. It means you're going to burn out and you're going to exit the industry and you're going to leave potential clients untransformed, unhealed, unempowered, or whatever, you know, the particular case would be for your, for your clients. So, um, we need to embrace, you know, that money is, you know, neutral. It is neither a positive nor a negative thing. It is just a form of, you know, a lot of people say it's a form of energy to use that metaphor. And really it reflects the impact that you're making on the world. The greater impact you're making on the world and on your clients' worlds, the, the more you're going to be charging and the more money you're going to have coming into your accounts, um, so to speak. And so, you know, as a, as a coach, I think one of the goals should be while being in integrity, to, you know, grow a sustainable coaching business and to, you know, serve as, as many people as you can in, in a congruent manner um, to empower yourself. And here's the thing, coaches, none of your clients are going to come to you because they want to be broke. They're going to come to you because they're wanting more. 
in their life. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's actually a good thing. And it actually, we're unconsciously programmed to want more in our life, more pleasure, more money, more freedom, more time, more travel, more everything. Right. Um, and if you're their coach, you know, we have the principle of go first. If you want to empower other people to get what they want, you have to first know how to get what you want. And, and as Mary said, you know, you can't sell what you don't have, or was one of my mentors said, you can't, you can't sell what's not on the shelf. Um, so if you don't know how to build a successful business and, and charge good prices and, you know, and have a six or seven figure income, if that's what you want, it's going to be harder to go out and empower your potential clients um, to get what they want. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I so can resonate to all of that. And uh, it's, it's really powerful. I want to dissect that a bit because as you said, you, you know, you should be charging and there are people who are afraid to, and, and the, the transformation is part of the price tag. Would you agree? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Um, you know, and here's the thing as well, you know, and you hit the nail on the head. There's some people who are afraid to charge really what they're worth, but they're, which is to say they're afraid to charge high ticket prices. Um, and you know what? It, it, it may be that it's not even about the money. It's just like an underlying fear of rejection for a lot mm -hmm. of coaches, you know, who are still transforming and coaches should always be in the process of transforming. I am, um, I'm sure I know you are right. We're always growing, but you know, that is a kind of evidence of maybe a sneaky fear of rejection, because if unconsciously you have a fear of rejection, um, or you have some, you know, residual low self-worth, the way you can unconsciously protect yourself from that is by to have a, is to have a price that's so low that nobody could possibly say no to it. And, you know, um, nobody could not afford it, so to speak. Right. Which, you know, as we talked about it a minute ago, a minute ago, actually sabotages the client's success because mm -hmm. if they're not investing adequate time, money, and energy in their own transformation, the transformation just does not occur. Mm -hmm. I can attest to this a hundred percent. When I started doing Reiki, oh, one, I started for free. And then the price that I started charging, oh my gosh, I, it's like people wouldn't take it as serious. It made me question, is this even real? And now the prices that I charge, it's like, it's so in what feels aligned for me where I know I can deliver that and, and people take it serious. It's a whole different level. And it really is the energetics of it. Uh, so for the coaches listening, you know, really, really take that, uh, from, from both of us. And then I want to talk about, um, the money aspect from, uh, the buyer. So I know when I first started thinking about coaches, when I, I hired my first coach, I want to say about five or six years ago. And when she told me this price tag, right. <laughs> I was like, you are insane. That's a price of, that's a down payment on a car. And now I have a totally different outlook on that. My outlook is, um, you know, like what are your blocks, right? If you want to call, if you want to truly love who you are and be confident and be fulfilled, what is that costing you? And most people answer everything. So it's like, okay, why not invest money then if it's costing you everything? Uh, so I would love to hear your take on, um, when somebody's signing up for whether even it's, it's to hire a coach or maybe to invest like in one of your programs, um, a buyer's perspective, like really yeah. where, where's that coming from? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, it, you know, if you're as a, as a 
person who's wanting to get into coaching or wanting to transform your own life or wanting to do whatever, um, you know, we have this thing in NLP called the contrast frame, right? Where, you know, it's more important to ask yourself, how much is it going to cost me to not do this thing mm. than it is to ask yourself, how much does it cost me to do it? Because, you know, let's say um, a course, for example, let's say a training course costs $5,000, right? And you want to do it because you know, it's a huge step in the direction of building your business. Well, I mean, an entrepreneur who's half decent should make anywhere between 60,000 and several million dollars per year, right? Plus many make more than that, right? So if you don't take the training course that is a massive step in the direction of doing that, which costs $5,000, you then don't get that outcome of earning anywhere from 60,000 to $60 million a year. It's gonna cost you because you won't get the result because you refuse to make the investment. It's gonna cost you anywhere from 55,000 to whatever in lost potential earnings every year for the remainder of your life, right? Um, and you know, this was one of this thinking was one of the things that um, put me down the you know the path that I'm on now, thankfully. And it it totally checked out. It was about you know five years ago. I was sitting there in a conference room, and I was thinking about you know taking some formal training to be able to do what I do now, which is a trainer of NLP and hypnosis and coaching and stuff. And I was looking at the price tag and somebody said, you know, well, if you take this training and you do well in the next five years, how much money are you going to make? And I got the number in my head, which turned out to be quite accurate, in fact. And they said, well, you know, so if you don't take the training, if you don't put up the money for the training, you won't do that. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Um, and, you know, and, I, and now I have the benefit of hindsight to say, yeah, it was absolutely true and correct. Story checked out. Like, um, and I'm so glad I pushed myself to make the investment, right? And that's the key word. It's an investment. It's not a, a cost. And, you know, to put it even more simply than that, if you want to make $100,000 a year, you're probably not going to turn like reading one $20 book into a $100,000 a year yeah. business, right? You probably, yeah. or it'll take like a decade to yeah. build up or something <laughs> like that for an average person. You probably want to invest in aligning yourself with a mentor who knows how to get you from where you are to where you want to be much quicker and much more easily than that. Right. And that costs time, money, and energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It all goes back to what you, what you shared of, of looking for a good coach uh, or a coach who at least can guide you is, you know, how, uh, have they gone through the transformation and then time? Like, is this, how urgent is it that this thing is blocking you and holding you back. So I love that share so much. Now I want to close it out eventually, uh, eventually I want to close it out in a few moments, <laughs> um, well, but I want people to be able to connect with you, find you, uh, work with you. So could you just speak about, uh, how that's possible? Yeah, cool. So, I mean, like I said, um, and sorry, Mary, about my long-winded answers. Sometimes I go a little... No, uh, they were amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Okay, cool. Feel free in editing to, you know, cut them down if need be, whatever, no big deal. Um, yeah. So, you know, basically, as I said, what I do is I help coaches to step into, you know, a proper elite coaching mindset, right? And that one where, you know, you have the confidence, you have the understanding of what you're capable of so that you can charge 
whatever feels good and you can build the business that feels good and you can do it in a way that feels natural and good and all that good stuff. So, you know, I use a number of tools to empower people in doing that. Hypnosis is one of them as you know, you learned hypnosis with me and NLP neuro-linguistic programming and coaching and all these things. Um, so I've got a new program coming out. It's starting in April. It is called the subconscious solutions system. And it is my own proprietary blend of a bunch of different coaching modalities. Um, but really what it is, is, you know, the, the most efficient path to stepping into the elite coaching mindset and the elite coaching skill set. Um, so if you want to, you know, talk more about that, or if you want to hear more about that listeners out there, follow me on Instagram. It's at Ryan Montes NLP. Check me out at ryanmontis.com. Uh, send me a message. I'm a real human being. I'm a reachable human being as well. I answer messages, I answer emails, all that good stuff. Um, and we can, uh, and we can go from there. And if you just have questions, that's cool too. I like questions. Right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely reach out to Ryan. I think you and I would just, when I first met you would just like talk a lot in the DMS and it just, it was just so like, like, I felt like I knew you for a while. So, uh, even if you're just craving connection, <laughs> send Ryan a message. He's a great guy. Um, and now I have one last question, but before I ask that, I need to ask you about your, your logo, this, the, yeah. the, how would you describe that to people listening? And then what does that represent? Cause it is so cool. My eyes just keep going right to it. Oh, good. So it's working. So I'm really excited because <laughs> like literally like an hour before we got on this call, um, a package arrived and it was this sweater <gasps> that I'm wearing and it was this mug that I'm drinking out of. And I realized that like um, I'm on Zoom because I teach on Zoom. I teach every week. I have a mastermind like, and I'm constantly doing stuff and I'm always on video. And I have this like, you know, I guess a lot of people are going to be hearing this in audio. So I have a plain white wall behind me all the time. It's very, you know, professional, but <laughs> kind of boring. Um, and I was thinking, how can I like get my logo on into my Zoom calls or whatever? And also like I, I, I work out of a home office these days, right? I'm very grateful that, you know, I work out of, out of a home office. And so I was like, you know, I thought, oh, if I get like, some clothing that has my logo on it. I won't have to think about what to wear in the morning. Um, and whenever I'm on the computer and I happen to be on a Zoom call, you know, there's my logo and it's on me, right? So anyways, to describe what you can see, Mary, but the audience maybe can't, is there's this symbol and it's a spiral, right? And it's kind of very much um, associated with hypnosis, which is one of the modalities that, that I use. Um, and then next to it, it just says uh, my Instagram handle, which is at Ryan Montes NLP, which is my primary um, sort of social media platform is Instagram right now. And then I have a mug as well that I have, have been drinking coffee <laughs> out of during this conversation that also says at Ryan Montes NLP and has a spiral kind of um, inlaid behind the the uh the writing that you can see it a little better. Mary. Oh, that's so cool. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So um, yeah. So pro tip for those of you that are on video a lot and you're trying to think of how to get your branding into shot <laughs> in an easy way, um, order up some custom, you know, this is actually a purple, a deep purple hoodie. <laughs> I was going to ask if and, it's and purple embroidered. for a reason. Well, purple is the color of the unconscious mind, right? Oh. It's the color most often associated with the unconscious and, you know, the most prolific um, hypnotherapist. Uh, ever, I think, who has lived was Milton Erickson. 
um, the American from Arizona. He's passed away uh, now, but he was also known to wear purple quite routinely. He would wear purple uh, fitted suits from what I understand. And uh, so, you know, a bit of a nod to Erickson and it's the color of hypnosis, the color of the unconscious mind. So thought I'd grab a purple hoodie as opposed to the normal, you know, drab gray or navy blue that I generally wear every oh, other day. I love that. Yeah, guys, if you're listening, like I literally can't stop staring at his look. Like it's so hypnotizing. So it's so perfect for what you do. And it's funny because uh, Ryan and I are both wearing purple and mine is a little bit lighter, which to me represents like the third eye. And I got the true vibe, the shaka. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> We're in rapport over here. So big time. Yeah. Amazing. Now the last question is, which I ask every guest, since this is true vibe, we're all about connecting to who you truly are on a vibrational level. So the energy we want to give ourselves, the energy we want to share with others. So what is your true vibe? What is my true vibe? Uh, it's definitely freedom. I Mm. think, I think for me, everything I do, everything I think, every decision I make, I want it to be aligned with moving me more in the direction of freedom And, you know, anybody who wants to come and hang out with me and, you know, kind of pick up on my vibe, um, probably they're people who similarly value freedom very highly, you know, freedom to spend our time how we want, to serve the world how we want, to be physically where we want, um, and all that good stuff. So my true vibe, to put it in one word, is freedom. Freedom. Ah, nobody has ever shared freedom before, so... Uh, which is like, yeah, like, oh yeah, we want freedom. And, uh, it just, that definitely you give that off for sure. It's just, yeah, free spirit, uh, and, and what you do. And that, that makes total sense. And, uh, thank you for sharing that. And everybody listening, uh, all of Ryan's information will be linked down below in the show notes. So you can definitely, go hang out, connect with him, feel that freedom energy, uh, whether it's on Instagram and uh, his website will be linked in the show notes also. So Ryan, thank you. Uh, I just always love connecting with you. So thank you. Yeah, this has been awesome. This has been awesome. And also guys, if you want to go back like for a blast from the past from, I think two, two and a half years ago, I interviewed Mary um, (laughs) way back. And if you scroll like all the way back through my IGTVs, you might be able to find the recording. I think it's still in there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You guys should definitely if you like our energy together go find that oh my gosh I'm laughing because I feel like I need to go back and watch that I felt like such a baby in if you feel cold I would go it was a good interview I remember like people really liked it I got a bunch of messages about how like how much people liked our chat so yeah. oh I love that well I uh Ryan he always sees such you're such a creative person like uh because then I started to do the Instagram lives myself and it's just such a fun way to really connect with people and that's how I got to know you and and come into your world and and see my life transform me transform you saw my life transform uh through the hypnosis training so uh it's it's so funny I I feel like I want to go after this I want to go laugh at that version of myself on on your interview (laughs) Yeah, do it. Do it for sure. I actually might go back and watch it again myself. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough. Um, Seriously, I just really 
like look up to you uh, from a personal and professional level. So thank you for being on. It means so much. And I know everybody listening uh, will really has, will take away a lot. And uh, with that being said, uh, let us know your breakthroughs, let us know your takeaways, uh, whether you're a coach, whether you're considering hiring a coach, uh, if you feel comfortable, reach out to either of us in our DMs and we'd love to hear what, what came up for you. So other than that, everybody, I will catch you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe, and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, truevibewellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light, and all the highest vibrational energy.